time to check in with our wellness expert. You can check in with her anytime on Instagram at Go With Your Gut. And here is Laura DeSanctis, who joins us once again. Laura, good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. Good afternoon. Okay, we're going to start this week talking about bug bites, something that uh, it's, you know, each and every summer, of course, we uh, face this. Nobody likes uh, bug bites. And uh, first question I've got for you when it comes to bug bites, are some people, Laura, more susceptible to bug bites than others? Yes, the answer is yes. I thought this was an old wives tale, but it's actually proven. So there's bacteria on our skin that plays this crucial role in attracting mosquitoes. So studies have indicated that our parents are to blame, not necessarily our diets, which a lot of people think about. But yes, so some people are more susceptible to getting bug bites than others. And I think I'm one of those people because I always get bug bites. (laughs) I get lucky. I'm kind of hit and miss when it comes to this. I don't know. (laughs) Some nights when I'm out maybe by a fire, uh, they're all over me. Other nights not so much. And uh, are, are there natural remedies, Laura, for treating bug bites? Because there's nothing worse than having a few of them and they're just, they're so itchy. I know. They're, they're so annoying. And even for me last night when I went out for a long walk, I got bit and I, I didn't think, you know, I should have put on a natural bug repellent. So there are, there's those essential oils, there's citronella, eucalyptus. Those are really good formulations. And there's a lot of research around that. So citronella and even citronella candles um, that can provide protection against mosquitoes. And um, there's been tons of studies that show that about not it doesn't work for everybody but citronella and even lemongrass essential oils they're more effective than using that deep mosquito spray um, and that develops a lot of resistance as well as clove so clove oil is a great repellent for mosquitoes clove oil i'm sorry clove oil yeah clove oil and also surprisingly eucalyptus oil so that has Mm. apparently a hundred percent repellency for larvae and for mosquitoes and ticks so i thought that was really interesting too what what is i'm sorry i've never heard of this clove oil clove oil so clove oil it's a type of herb that's they create it into essential oil so they mash it and they make it to an essential oil it's called c-l-o-v-e clove oil Okay, I thought it was like garlic cloves, and no wonder. It's no. not only mosquitoes and bugs that would stay away from you. Pretty much anybody would, I think. <laughs> That's right. I think. But garlic works as well, too. Garlic is a good repellent. <laughs> yeah, and it's true that citronella candles, they really do work to help ward off uh, mosquitoes? That's what they say about uh, around two hours if you're using a citronella candle, but it can provide up to two hours of protection against mosquitoes. But again, everyone's different. So I know for me, even if I'm sitting outside and there's citronella candles, I still get bit. So it's really dependent on your your body uh, biochemistry. But citronella candles and even citronella with lemongrass, research says that they're more effective than that DEET spray. Okay, and speaking just finally of your body and biochemistry, what about your diet? Can we make any changes to our diet that would uh, maybe help us avoid mosquito bites and other mm-hmm. bugs? Um, you can definitely have garlic and onion. So garlic is supposed to be uh, linked to really deteriorating mosquitoes. It releases this compound called allicin. And what happens is allicin is released through your pores when you consume it. And mosquitoes really don't like that smell. So onions, leeks, shallots, chives, even garlic, um, that is a great repellent food, um, as well as apple cider vinegar. So having uh, at least a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar a day or even adding that to your salads, um, that can help ward off mosquitoes as well. And then also lemongrass. So lemongrass you can also eat. You can use it as an essential oil or you can eat it. So you can have that in a soup or a salad. That's supposed to have a very effective and preventative way of um, getting rid of mosquitoes because of these natural odors that you release through your skin. 
All right, joined by our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. Also this week, Laura, we're going to talk about uh, swimming pools and chlorine because, of course, this is uh, here we are in the height of swimming season. So many right? people trying to beat the heat by uh, using their pool. But uh, also chlorine can have a real effect uh, on our bodies. And can you tell us a bit more about swimming pool or chlorine rashes? Yeah, and I know for me, I thought this was a really timely topic because it's something that I experienced too. So with chlorine rashes, we get really red, itchy rash that shows up on our skin a few hours after we skin, uh, after we swim. And that's going to happen when we're swimming, of course, in a chlorinated pool or a hot tub. And that can cause that itchy red skin or even hives. But there's a, a big difference. And a lot of people ask, like, is there a difference between a chlorine rash and a swimmer's itch or a swimming's rash? And there is. But a chlorine rash isn't actually an allergic reaction. It's a form of an irritant dermatitis. It's kind of like a minor chemical burn that's caused by being hypersensitive to chlorine. Okay, and those telltale signs again, is it a red rash? It's an itchy feeling? Is it it's that that red, Yeah, that red itchy rash that appears on your skin. It's after a few hours, though, not immediately after you get out of the pool. So after a few hours, you can experience that rash. Um, and a lot of people that experience these rashes are people that have repeated exposure to pools. So if you're an active swimmer or if you're going uh, swimming a lot uh, this year, if you're a lifeguard or maintenance worker, a lot of people um, will develop that chlorine, chlorine rash or if they have sensitive skin. All right. Why is that, by the way? Is that because chlorine is a chemical? It's absorbed into our uh, skin and it takes a, a little while for the body to react? Yeah. So chlorine, it's it's um, the rash that we get. It's a type of irritant. It's called uh, irritant contact dermatitis. And it's the condition. It's caused by chemicals that irritate the skin. It's uh, the solvents, the detergent and disinfectants in the chlorine. And that's what causes that, that skin irritation and hypersensitivity. We get this reaction to the substances in the chlorine. All right. And finally, you've got some tips for us if we are experiencing a rash from either the swimming pool or chlorine. Yes. So, I mean, if you can stay away from chlorinated water, that would be the best. But you want to take a shower before entering the pool. Now, a lot of people do this after, but you want to take a shower before entering the pool because chlorine sometimes reacts with lotions and other cosmetic products that we put on our skin. And that can cause a rash. So you want to thoroughly wash off any of those creams or things you applied on your skin before entering the pool. And then you want to take a shower with soap after exiting the pool. So contrary to what a lot of people think, that you can't have that casual rinse and then say, okay, I'm going to shower in a few hours. You want to make sure you're, you're having a good shower after you're in the pool, washing away that chlorine thoroughly because, um, you know, that chlorine can still stick on your skin. So that pool water, make sure you're drying that off and making sure that your skin is completely dry. And then I would also tell people you want to apply a lotion as well. So apply a lotion to uh, sensitive areas in your body even before getting into the pool. But you want to speak to a naturopath or even a dermatologist. Don't try to pick and choose on your own. I would always um, try to go to the experts when it comes to picking a specialized lotion. Yeah, I was going to say, because just any old body lotion, uh, your skin might react to that. If it's already right. reacting to the swimming pool or the chlorine, it might make things That's worse. Right. That's right. That's right. And also, too, I like to tell people, let's say if you're swimming for a few hours in the day on, on a great day like today, you know, dip in for an hour and then take a short break from swimming um, because that also may help give your skin a break and it may help heal and recover from that chlorine sensitivity. All right. Some really good and timely stuff from our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. Laura, much appreciated as always. Thanks, Thanks so much. Jeff. Thank you. There goes Laura DeSanctis. Find her on Instagram at Go With Your Gut. And we're back after a break here in the Jeff MacArthur Show. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.